Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I feel like I rarely get to say this, but Jeff Dollar, you were wrong. Impossible. Do not believe it. False news. Not, not even. Nope. Didn't happen. This is what it's like living with Jeff Dollar because he doesn't usually say things unless he knows that he's right, but you were wrong on the word blustery. Blustery does not have anything to do with cold weather. In fact, the definition is adjective of weather or a period of time characterized by strong winds, a gusty, blustery day. And then the second definition is of a wind blowing in strong gusts. But you wouldn't. Okay, who's that? Yes, the other day was blustery. Whose definition is that? The dictionary. Who's, which one? Merriam-Webster. Who is that? Like, what credibility does he or she have? You're right. The dictionary that has been around for who knows how long has nothing on the brain of Jeff Dollar. You know, I'm going to ask, you know who I want to ask? I want to ask Brad Nitz. Blustery. You wouldn't use blustery in July, would you? You If it was really windy. You wouldn't say... Oh, it's going to be 102 and blustery. No, you would say it's going to be a blustery day. You wouldn't say it's going to be 36 degrees and blustery either. Who, who do you write to when you have a complaint about the dictionary? Um, the dictionary people. Right. I'm sure they're, oh my gosh, do you think there's a customer service number for the dictionary? Well, there has to be some point, (laughs) some sort of. And like, could we get our hands on those voicemails? Because (laughs) that would be voicemail gold. (laughs) That'd be great. Hello, dictionary. Yeah, I got an issue with blustery. (laughs) You're wrong. I, there has to be some sort of, of dictionary point of contact and like board of directors. Cause you know, every year it's a news story with what words they're adding to the dictionary yeah. every year. Like, you know, like, like 10 years ago, selfie wasn't a word. And then at some point they, they announced that selfie is not a word and they put it in the dictionary. Yeah. I am going to need to do a deep dive on that. And then we'll have a Cali level deep dive on the show next week about who gets to pick the words in the dictionary? Like, is there, I'm assuming there's like a quorum, you know, of like really people have smart to, people. Like they have to vote. And if, if it has to be like a two thirds majority. And if they don't, that word. Yeah. And like, also, how do you get to be on the board of the dictionary? Like, what are the qualifications? I must know. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for bagged salads. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Pilates. We sound very healthy in our gratitude. (laughs) We do. Um, I will say, we have been eating really well this week. 
Yeah, we're just ramping up for Halloween. And then we'll have like another week or two to eat healthy. And then it'll be Thanksgiving. And then it'll be Christmas cookie season. And then it'll be January. I'm going to really try to not make myself as sick as I usually do between Halloween and Christmas. You know, like what? Christmas is a little different because everybody gives food for the holidays yeah. and all of this stuff. And I'm not going to like restrict, but I seriously, Jeff and I got to a point last Christmas and we talked about this on the show where people between Ellie being born and it being the holidays, people were just bringing food. And every time we would walk by to get a bottle for the baby or whatever, we would just eat. Yeah. Just mindlessly. Yeah. Not doing that this year. Cause everybody wanted to, drop some food off for, for the first couple of weeks, but they would add to it a a holiday dessert. Christmas cookies, like, fudge, the whole thing. And I'm willing to do, like, desserts at Christmas, yeah. yes. Thanksgiving, I mean, I'll have a slice of pie, my famous pie. Um, but Halloween, like, I we don't need to be buying you Halloween know, candy. You know what's weird is I am not really feeling Halloween candy this year. I don't even know who you are. I am not... And I'll tell you, I it, it was kind of like in the back of my head that I wasn't feeling Halloween candy. And I was checking out of the grocery store the other day and I got a bag of peanut M&Ms because, you know, they're right there. So mm-hmm. I got a bag of peanut M&Ms and I didn't even think I finished them. Really? I just, yeah. I don't know what it, I don't know. I just, I'm not feeling, I don't know, chocolate. It just tastes I have, too. I have a theory on that. Okay. We haven't been keeping as much junk in our house lately. Yeah. And I feel like the more we keep junk, the more we get used to it and we get like start to crave it and stuff like that. Yep. And then when we don't have it, we kind of, it's almost like your taste buds like forget a little bit. Like you just don't crave it as much for whatever reason. And I think that's a thing. Well, not only do I think it's a thing, like a thing thing, but I think it's a medical thing. And I'm not going to speak on on this because number one, not an expert, and number you're two, you're not on the dictionary board. I'm not smart enough to be on a dictionary board or a medical board of any sort. But but somebody posted something on Instagram, and I was like, oh my god, that's so true. And I don't remember exactly what it said, but but the gist of it was, when you are struggling to eat healthy, remember. That sugar is an addictive food. Um, And if you don't believe me, when is the last time you ever binge ate grilled salmon? And I thought about it, and it's so true. I wonder if that's why people get like, quote unquote, addicted to soda and and all of that. I don't think it's quote unquote. I think... I, I mean, I've read about it before. Like sugar is like your body builds up a desire or need to, to have sugar and it's hidden in so many foods. And w- when you think about it, how like you never sit down and, and crush a, you know, few cans of tuna fish the way you would crush a few. Right. You know, sleeves of Oreos. Um, I will say <laughs> I'm trying to switch my mentality to like, yes. Okay. When you're a kid, Halloween is like a special thing, treats, whatever. Here's the reality that I'm trying to tell myself. I don't need to eat all the Kit Kats that I can get. Yeah. 
over Halloween because guess what? If I want a Kit Kat, yep. I can go the next week. I'm a grown up. I can go yeah. to the grocery store or the gas station yeah. and get a Kit Kat literally anytime that I want. Somebody gave me that diet tip years ago and it what, helped. What, that you're Don't, about sugar or about just the like- The sugar one is recent. And then the one from years ago, um, she was- uh, she had lost weight successfully and I was trying to figure out how to do it and asked her and she's like, you know what? Somebody once said to me, don't give in to a temptation that will be there tomorrow. So if somebody brings over a homemade pie that's, you know, delicious and fresh baked and warm out of the oven, that's worth breaking a diet for because it's fresh baked yeah. it's warm out of the oven. If if there's a Kit Kat on the counter, to your point, there's also a hundred Kit Kats at the racetrack one mile from your house. Right. Like I don't need to eat 27 Kit Kats and yeah. like dig them all out of the one Halloween bag. Cause guess what? I'm a grown up and I can go to the gas station and get another one. I was going to save this for three random things, but uh, I have a couple extra stories. So I'll do this right now. Uh, just so you know, if you eat a fun size and I'm about to ruin Halloween, you can skip this. Beauty of podcasting is you can skip this if you want. <laughs> but just as an FYI, um, if you have one fun size bag of peanut M&Ms, you have to do 15 minutes of weight training to burn those calories. Mm. If you have one fun size Snicker bar, you have to walk for 18 minutes at a steady clip. Where did you find this? Uh, on the internet. Oh, so it must be, so it, it must true. be true. <laughs> uh, if you have a Reese's peanut butter cup, you got to hike for 16 minutes to burn that off. Um, the healthiest treat, by the way, Smarties. I think that's dumb. I think that's contributing to people like trying to equal calories to like working out. You just enjoy, you enjoy your whatever it is. Unless it's in, what did we say that was like the devil's candy mounds or something like that? Don't enjoy mounds, but get yourself some good candy and you enjoy it. And don't worry about, you know. Uh, this one's for you, Callie. Uh, gummy bears. One handful requires you to jump rope for 13 minutes. Why? Why? Who off. can jump rope for 13 minutes? And then the last one is candy corn. Uh, you would have to play handball. That's so random. For eight minutes to burn off. One thing of candy corn. Okay. Uh, That's dumb. Callie Dollar says you enjoy your candy. Now back to the regular scheduled stuff on the on the show. I am not only shocked by the word blustery, I am also shocked by several things that I have I have learned on the internet in the past 24 hours. Uh, number one, I don't know why this popped into my head two days ago. But Callie, did you have to learn the song Hot Cross Buns on a recorder when you were in yes. school? Okay. What grade were you in? It was definitely elementary school, maybe fifth grade. Okay. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. Here's the thing that popped into my head that I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you have to buy your own recorder? Um, because I, I, I mean, here's the thing I did go, I, I grew up going to private school. So I feel like when you are paying private school tuition, you're pretty much 
paying for all of that stuff. Like even if we didn't walk in with a check for ours, like we're paying. You still pay you know tuition. I, mean? I went to public school though. And the assumption, like I never had to pay for a textbook. I never had to pay for like clay and art class. You didn't class have to buy your own textbooks? In high they school? They just, you and, show up and they give them to you? Yes. Oh. You had to buy textbooks? Every in, year. In high school? Every year. I had to buy textbooks my entire school career. Elementary school, middle you, school, high school. Private school is a scam. <laughs> We're going to charge you all this money. And they're really expensive too. So, but you could buy used ones. So, and I think now it's probably easier. Like before you'd have to go to like the school bookstore where they would have, you know, Are you, you, could, sure sell your books. You're you not, could sell your books back. Are you, um, to, you're sure you're not thinking of college? No, I'm not thinking of college. I'm thinking of elementary school, middle school, high school. That's crazy talk. Is that the way it is at all private schools? I I would assume so. Y'all got ripped off. I went to public school. I You would go to school and they would assign you textbooks. They would just pass them out. Mm -hmm. And then you would want one. Like I always wanted one that wasn't already marked up. Because mm -hmm. like kids would write in it, write stuff in the margin, highlight it, like whatever. I I was always paranoid that I'm like, what if the person who had this last year was was not smart? And right, so the they like highlighted all the stuff that was like wrong. Yeah. Um. So I didn't like the markup, but there are some kids who were like, they wanted the one that was already highlighted and stuff because that was easier mm -hmm. for them. They're very trusting. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> never paid. So I was, and this was the beginning of Jeff Deller's career as a lifetime cynic. Yeah. So I, um, it just popped into my head that I had to buy my own recorder. And I thought that was so ridiculous because what's the point? So I posted, posted it on Instagram. Here, here's the list of the stuff that shocks me about that. One, I'm shocked that I had to buy my own recorder. And that was validated by almost everybody who responded to my little survey. They had to buy theirs too. Number two, I'm shocked at the fact that private school kids have to buy their own textbooks. Seems like a huge scam to me. Number three, I am shocked by the fact that universally, no matter where people responded from, it was fourth or fifth grade where they had to do, I think the majority of them were uh, fifth grade, where they had to learn hot cross buns. Number, I don't even know what number I'm on. Why that song? Why hot cross buns? I have no idea. And you know what? I can't think of a time that I heard that song outside of playing the recorder. Exactly. Like, it's not like it's learning. Like, it would make sense if it was, like, the happy birthday song. Or, like, yes. a song that, like, you know, is, like, we all know. Happy we birthday. All learn, right. What about that graduation march? And then all the fifth graders could get, go to play. the high school uh -huh. and play that, you know, pomp and circumstances. I will say circumstance. it was the most exciting day ever when we got the privilege of using, of like having our own recorders and we thought it was like so cool. And I'm pretty sure that it drove my parents nuts. Can you tell me, can you please define for me elementary school, middle school and high school? Well, it was different for me. My, what I did or what most people do. What the rule, what the, there's a, I looked it up. There's a legal definition or whatever. I think the legal definition is first through 
fifth grade. Middle school is sixth, seventh, and eighth, and high school is ninth through twelve. Well, that's wrong. According to the internet, it, uh, elementary school is up through sixth grade. Middle school is seventh and eighth, and high school is ninth. That's what it was for me. Do you know when I learned that? Yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. I went um, to elementary school through sixth grade. The middle school, yeah, it was seventh and eighth. And then my high school was nine, 10, 11, 12. Unless I am not remembering this correctly, I went to Rockwell Elementary School up till up through uh, third grade, fourth grade. And then I went to Wheeler Middle School, five, six, seven, and eight. So to me, middle school has been five, six, seven, eight for my entire life. And then I posted this thing on Instagram and said, hey, did you have to learn uh, hot cross buns in middle school, remembering that I did it in fifth grade? And everybody responded with yes, but I learned it in elementary school, fifth grade. And I'm like, what? <laughs> elementary school is fifth grade? So that thing blew my mind. Do you feel like your whole life has been a lie? Yeah. Like everybody but you knew when elementary school was? And Yeah. There, just a lot of stuff came from this whole hot cross buns thing because then I actually started to get mad that they charged me extra money to learn how to play hot cross buns. But I graduated high school having no idea how to properly contribute to an employer match 401k. Like <laughs> I had no idea how to file one of those 1040 easy tax you know, oh, forms, yeah, me either. The ones you could do when you're a part time, whatever. No idea how to do any of that practical stuff, but hot cross buns nailed it. And I paid $3 for the privilege. So that that's the whole closing the door on the hot cross buns middle school thing. The other thing that shocked me from yesterday. Actually, I'm going to save. Okay, I'm, I'm, I just looked it up. I looked up your elementary school yeah. just to see like what it was now. And it says Wheeler Middle School where grades and students. No, that doesn't make sense. Well, hmm. don't look it up now. They've rearranged all the schools. Now it's junior, senior high school. Oh, is it? Yeah, when I they switched when it, it was junior, senior high school. So when I went there as a freshman, they brought in the seventh and eighth graders. It says Wheeler Elementary School grades three through six. Yeah, but it's to, yeah. Hmm. Weird. When I went there, it was different. Yeah. I, I went there generations ago. Generations. We learned outside in a one-room schoolhouse. No, you didn't. Yep. We no, a, you, I've seen your middle school. At lunch, we had to go pump our own water. I'm old. You're old. <laughs> we had to go to the well. We would pump some water. One of us would go hunting for a rabbit. Uh-huh. We'd grill it over an open fire, and that was lunch. Are you done? So, um, okay, let's move along. I feel like I've, I've- Is that your whole list? Well, I have something, but it's going to take us in a completely different direction, and I want to make it a bigger discuss discussion tomorrow. Okay, about things you learned? Yeah, things I was just shocked by. Supreme Court Callie is where she- takes your issue, contemplates it briefly, and then makes a ruling. All right, Jeff has handed me the folded sheet of paper. It's like an award show, but for, you know, 
Supreme Court stuff. You may have seen this because it came to the email address that comes to both of us. Okay. So you may have already seen this one. Okay. Dear Callie. That's you. That's me. I received a gift for my baby from a coworker. It's a beautiful print. It is beautifully framed and I love it. Unfortunately, the item is customized and the birth date is off by one day. It's so perfect and beautiful, but factually incorrect. I can't imagine this was cheap. Do I tell her about the issue or do I just accept it, but throw it out because it's wrong? Thanks in advance, Natalie. P.S. The coworker gave it to me, so she's seen it. So I can't suggest that it was an error in the creation of it that she's never seen. I don't understand that last part. Um, oh, the coworker gave it as opposed to it being delivered to her directly to the yeah. person's house. Got it. Natalie, the court finds you do not tell her it is a gift. You just express gratitude and, you know, it's just a funny thing that's in your kid's room. It's fine. It's fine. So the court rules in favor of not telling the coworker. I know Jeff Dollar's raising his hand. You always have something, but thank you for letting me finish. Continue. Um, I would like to bring up an appeal. Appeal or you would like to approach the bench? Uh, I would like to object. <laughs> okay. We're using, that was every bit of legal jargon that we know. Overruled. So I think you have to tell the person. No way. If I remember correctly, and if I could have the clerk or person read back the minutes or whatever they are, the notes, the testimony, read back the testimony about what was factually incorrect on the customized gift. The birth date. The birth date. So there is a chance that this coworker thinks that the baby was born on the day before or the day after, right? So like Ellie's birthday, November 2nd. It'd be as if somebody gave us a gift that said November 1st, which means when November 1st rolls around and we don't celebrate Ellie's birthday, this person is gonna be like, oh my gosh, I gave them the wrong gift and they didn't say anything. Yeah, who cares? They'll be like, oh, that was so polite. And then you'd ask, yeah, it's a non-issue. Sometimes we need a little extra help. We might be in denial as adults dealing with acne. We might be like, ah, this is just going to go away. But you know what? It might not. It might be around for a while. So why not just take care of it with the help of a board-certified dermatologist? Apostrophe can help you do that. And you don't even have to leave your house. Just fill out their questionnaire online at apostrophe.com slash upside. Snap a few pictures. And then a board-certified dermatologist is going to create a personalized treatment plan perfectly tailored to your unique skin. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medicines that are clinically proven to help clear acne. They can also help you with other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. 
We have a special apostrophe deal for Upside listeners. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash upside when you use code upside. This is only available to Upside listeners. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. And then use code upside to sign up and you'll get your first visit for only five bucks. That's A-P-O-S-T-R. O-P-H-E dot com slash upside and use the code word upside to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for only five bucks. Thank you to Apostrophe for sponsoring this episode of The Upside with Callie and Jeff. I was online shopping for fall clothes last week and I came across the most beautiful camel color pair of shoes from Rothy's. Now they have launched a fall collection of merino wool styles. And seriously, nothing says fall like soft plush merino wool. And this is the third year in a row they've offered these. I fell in love with that beautiful pair of merino loafers. They are so cute and they're machine washable. I never wear socks with my flats and my constant problem before I was a Rothy's customer was that I had to retire my flats after only a season or two of wearing them because they started to smell, they started to fall apart. You know, if you wear flats a lot, this is a big problem. With Rothy's, this is never an issue because all of my Rothy's shoes and bags are machine washable. When my shoes need a refresh, I throw them in the washer on a cold, delicate cycle, let them air dry, and they look like I just took them out of the box. When I buy a pair of Rothy's, I know I'm investing in a quality pair of shoes that can keep up with my lifestyle and that will last. To help you welcome fall season in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That's right. They give us a chance to share this super rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time. Right now, you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Head to rothys.com slash upside to find your new favorites today. Do some holiday shopping for yourself before Thanksgiving this year and put some me undies underwear on your bum. I've got some me undies and they truly are the softest and stretchiest underwear that I have ever owned. I know you didn't ask about my underwear, but I'm telling you anyways, it's so comfortable. Now, if you're going to be one of these people who's going to overindulge this holiday season, maybe a little extra turkey at Thanksgiving, a little extra piece of pie after the meal's over, you want something stretchy and comfortable to hold it all in, right? Well, MeUndies has you covered. They believe that comfort is more about than what's touching your skin. They believe it's about feeling comfortable in your skin, even after that second or third piece of pie. With adventurous prints to choose from and plenty of ways to match everyone in the family, give your gratitude some attitude this Thanksgiving with Me Undies. They have undies and loungewear made out of soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are perfect for everything from pre-dinner activities to post-dinner naps. And you won't even care if the turkey's a little dry with undies this comfortable. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL in tons of styles, prints, and fabrics. Me Undies has a little something for everyone at the table. MeUndies has a great offer for Upside listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off in free shipping. And they have a promise as well for everyone. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, you can return your order for a full refund within 45 days. So to get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash upside. That's MeUndies.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day is... 
breathe. It's just a bad day, not a bad life. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Callie, I'm going to start with a question for you. If you could live in your dream home, like your dream home, dream home, there's one that we always drive by that you're like, oh my gosh, I would love to live there. It's a house in a swanky part of town that must have been... Like the family that owns it must have just made a decision never to sell off parts of the yard to the neighborhood because it has the biggest yard in five blocks. I mean. Five square. I mean, it's yeah. huge. And the house sits way back and it's just everything about it. It looks about like it. a farm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. Callie loves that house. You can live in that house. We can miraculously afford that house right now. But the house is haunted. No. Do you move it? No. But the house is haunted? Yes. Why would I live in a haunted house? Now, here's the thing. Am it's, I, your, it's your haunted dream house. You am just, I purchasing the house or is it yes. being given to me? No. Because if I'm rich enough to be able to afford that house, then I just bulldoze it and build a new one. No, no, no. It's you can afford your dream house. You can afford that exact house, but it comes with a ghost. No, I no. No, you know how I feel about this. Why are you surprised? Only 30% of people would live in their dream house with a ghost. Would you live with a ghost? Yes. What if it was a mean ghost? It's not a mean ghost. You don't know that. Yeah, it's a nice ghost. If not, I'll make it. I'll turn it. No. I'll I'll flip it. Uh, 20% would be okay living in a house, in their dream house, uh, if there was a murder that took place there. Nope. And, um, uh... One out of three people believe that they currently live in a haunted house. Now, let me ask you this, Jeff Dollar. We had friends renting a house and the energy was totally weird and really creepy. And it creeped you out. It creeped the people that lived there out. And we found out that there had actually been somebody that had been kidnapped from the house. Now, they didn't die or anything like that. Yeah. However... I happen to think that that contributes to the energy of the house. You've been in the house and you have felt how weird it is. Would you live in that house? Not in that house because it's not my dream house. But if it was your dream house, but that was the vibe, the same vibe as when you walked in that house, would you move in there? Yes. And I would bring a Ouija board so I could get the ghost to sit down with me and we'd have a talk and I'd be like, pick your bedroom. But it's not... Just go to that bedroom and live there and I'll bring you snacks or whatever you want. And then you can stay there. My second random thing uh, is a a news story. A guy got lost in the mountains of Colorado. He was out for a hike, took a wrong turn or whatever, got lost. So when he doesn't come home on time, his friends or whoever he was staying with call the authorities. The authorities start a search party. and. One of the things that they do is call the guy's cell phone and it rings. It's still working, but he doesn't answer. So they keep calling it over and over. Like, what if he's in a bad spot or what if, you know, what if he's hurt? We'll keep trying to get a hold of him. So they search till like three in the morning, can't find him, go home, call it a night, sunrise the next day. They're back out there looking for him. And at some point he just shows up. He's like, I'm okay. And they're like, oh, thank God. We tried calling you. Where were you? And he's like, oh, I don't answer on unknown numbers. I saw that. And I have 
I would like to think that I would sympathize with that person because I also do not answer numbers that I don't know. However, that is so dumb. You're lost <laughs> in the woods. I think it's funny that he looks at like he has a He's working like, yeah, cell phone. I don't need to be saved unless it's my friend calling. Oh, here's the what I don't understand. Why didn't he call to let his friend know that he was okay, but just lost? Yeah. Why didn't his friend call? Well, apparently what happened is the guy like checked in. Um, like apparently when you do things like that, and I don't know, cause I'm not like a big hiker adventurer, but you write down when you're going to the expected time you're going to be back. And if you don't come back within X amount of time, they start looking for you, calling you whatever. So, oh, so like, he wasn't- if you're past the time you told us, cause the, got it. that's what I assume happened because the people that were trying to call him, like the, either the search and rescue or the park ranger or whatever were like, if you're past your checkout time and you don't come back, answer the phone. They should charge him for that search. Party, I totally right? agree. Totally agree. So it wasn't like a friend of his who's like, hey, he didn't come home and I didn't even try to call him. It was just the front desk at whatever lodge or whatever. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, and then my third random thing is congratulations to the Atlanta Braves who on Tuesday night – uh, defeated the Houston Astros in game one of the World Series. Here's what's remarkable about that. And hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, hopefully they're up two games because uh, we recorded this before game two starts. But here's what's really remarkable about this. The Braves starting pitcher, Charlie Morton, uh, broke his leg when he landed awkwardly after a pitch. But he pitched 16 pitches after that happened, before leaving the game. What's your opinion on that? I, I, I mean, he's an athlete. He's an outstanding athlete. Obviously, you're in the World Series. Your adrenaline is, you know, six million percent. It's to me, that's kind of like, you know, when there's a car wreck and a car ends up on top of somebody and, and, and one person is able to lift the car up. So right, and you're like, where did that come from? And it's, it's just like adrenaline. Okay, that- Super, you become a super human for 20 minutes. That makes a little more sense to me. I went straight to the conversation that we were having. And I mean, we like as a culture, we're having about Simone Biles taking like mental health and people were saying, oh, that's so amazing. Remember Carrie Strug and what she did during the Olympics in the nineties. Like she, you know, oh, stayed in with her busted stayed ankle in with her busted ankle and we're pushing to people too far. And it's really ridiculous. And we need to be setting examples that, you know, like when you're hurt or whatever, like that you take care of yourself. So that I get the adrenaline thing I get. And I also get that there would be people if he left being like, Oh, well that's your job. We you know bro- like, nobody, zero people would say that. You don't think people would say tough it out. He had a broken leg. I ag- it's I, not like he had an ingrown toenail. I agree. I agree. I'm just, you know, no. anyway, so I, that I, I immediately thought of this mobiles conversation because I'm like, people were just saying two months ago that we push our athletes to unreasonable standards and how, 
you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think in that case, he just had that, that lift a car off a person adrenaline, right? Like it was just flowing. It was just going. So uh, those are my three random things. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, (sighs) well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com upside for your exclusive discount. One might say that I am a little bit paranoid because I watch too much Dateline and listen to too many crime podcasts. And I hear that. I also think that we're living in a different time where, you know, it's not the time that our grandparents lived in where most people leave their doors unlocked, etc. With that said, here's what I'm asking. We have a child now, so we will likely be out for trick-or-treating. We normally don't. Normally we stay in, we buy the bag of candy. If we get one or two trick-or-treaters, great. We're probably not gonna be around because what we're gonna do is drive our cute kid around in her cute costume and show like the three people that we know. You know what I mean? So that's what we might be doing. I don't know. We still have dogs, don't rob us. If we leave a bowl of candy outside, if we do go out, is that like a signal that we're not home and people can like have free reign to rob our house. That you know what? I don't think that's crime podcast. Like, is I, that a security issue? I think that's the Instagram account that we we've talked oh, about on the show Scoop. before. Because all this is just an Instagram account that just shows crimes, petty crimes, major crimes, crime scenes, crimes in progress, the after effects of crimes. Like that's just what this Instagram account does. And if you follow this account. You would think that every 15 minutes, a car spontaneously bursts into flames because that's like one of their favorite pieces of content. Cars on fire, like on, the, hi- on the highway, like cars yeah. that are pulled up. Their other favorite piece of content is windows busted out, like people who got mm-hmm. their cars broken into. So based on that, you would think that every third car either catches on fire or gets a window busted out. So I think that might be playing mind tricks on you. Well, when I was a kid, and you can tell me if this was true when you were a kid. Back in my day. Back in my day, um, you would get targeted for bad things happening to your house if you weren't at home passing out candy or didn't have a bowl. You know what I mean? Like people would TP your house or whatever because you're like, you know, like the Grinch essentially of Halloween. So that was the fear. It's like you want everybody to know that you're in the Halloween spirit. Um, But now I'm like, well, if you leave a bowl of candy on your door, first of all, I've never done that and had like more than three kids, you know, take the appropriate amount of candy like someone always dumps it. But are we going to get robbed if we leave a bowl of candy out? Hi, guys, it's T-Bird. Y'all, it's a little bit scary how well you know me. You're talking about Halloween today, people who love it and people who don't. I am obsessed with Halloween. I will dress up no matter what. My real estate brokerage is having a costume party on Thursday, and I have spent 
the last five days thinking about what I'm going to wear with my roller skates, which you also said I would do. I'm, I, it, I, I don't know, even know. I will take pictures. I will post them. But I will be dressing up. And by the way, I'll be dressing up with Ellie every year. So y'all don't worry about it. I've got you. Okay. Happy Halloween, everyone. Love y'all. Bye. Pretty much all of my meetings these days are virtual. And there's days where I jump from call to call or meeting to meeting and my ears hurt because I've been wearing earbuds the whole time. Now, here's the thing. Ears are really similar to fingerprints in that no two are exactly alike. That's why your earbuds probably cause you discomfort or pain after a few hours of wearing them. The Ultimate Ears Fits true wireless custom fit earbuds from Ultimate Ears are here to change that. Ultimate Ears lets you mold your earbuds to your ear, and it's so cool. You take them out of the box, you put them in your ears when you do it for the first time, and a light comes on, and you can kind of like feel them heating up a little bit. They're molding to your ear. So yes, you can have earbuds molded specifically just for you. Ultimate Ears Fits are the world's most comfortable earbuds. You get a guaranteed perfect fit in 60 seconds. Ultimate Ears Fits will stay put when you're on the go, but feel ultra comfortable so you can wear them all day long without pain or discomfort. For a limited time, get 15% off your pair of Ultimate Ears Fits True Wireless Earbuds at ue.com slash fits, F-I-T-S. Just use promo code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 15% off with promo code UPSIDE at ue.com slash fits. Hi, this is Lacey from Utah. Um, on the passive-aggressive, uh, my mom's friends growing up always would say, oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart is always so passive-aggressive. Oh, she's not that bright, bless her heart. Callie, Jeff, it is Steve from Apopka, and I am actually in Apopka this week and weighing in on the passive-aggressive email conversation Two things. The word but, be it in a conversation or in an email, generally indicates ignore what you just heard or read. Here comes the truth. And as far as copying in your superior when you're sending out an email and not wanting to look like the bad guy, that is what the BCC line is perfect for. Have a great day. Keep up the good work. Bye. Hey, Kelly. It's Tammy. I was calling because I didn't know who Seven Sawa was. And um, so I Googled him on IMDb, and it looks like he's still acting. He's still getting bit, ro- bit, bit roles in, like, TV shows and stuff. So you might want to check him out on IMDb. Um, I don't know if he, you know, how his career is going with Ace and how that, you know, helps how they work around his acting career, but... You know, just check them out there and you can get some more deets on them. See you later. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It is Stacy. Callie, blustery. You were 100% right. It's just strong winds. It doesn't have to be cold. One, Winnie the Pooh had it right. It was a blustery day. So just use that. Thanks. Bye. I'm all in on Halloween. It's always been my favorite holiday. And, um, 
at our company, every single year, we as a staff decorate pumpkins and we have a contest and have the patients vote on their favorite one. Um, we also dress up every year. However, last year, we didn't do any of that because of COVID. Um, but this year at our last staff meeting, our, our boss said, yeah, we're going to do the pumpkin decorating contest. And that's all that was said. So I assumed we were not dressing up this year. Anyways, this morning at 8.15, I get an email saying, everybody dress up tomorrow. Can't wait to see your costumes. And I work till 6. She knows our work schedule. And I'm, I'm so stressed now. Like, I love Halloween. And I, I'm like, okay, well, I do have some cat ears. And Callie just goes, you know, you don't want to be the person showing up in cat ears. And now I'm really, really stressed. Oh, wish me luck tonight. I've, I've got to figure something out. Bye. You kind of tell the human brain not to do something. What happens is we very often reinforce things when we put things in the negative. If you go through trees on skis and you go, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, guess what you're watching? You're only looking at trees. As opposed to follow the path, follow the path. The only thing you see is the path. It's literally perspective. <laughs>